Hello, everyone, and we have a breaking exclusive news story from the Movie Fake News Broadcast Network. I'm Bill Richmond. And I'm Tom Monahan. We have just found out from a source of a source to another source that David Zasloff has offered Ben Affleck all the money that he cut from production budgets and the entire budget of the Wonder Twins movie for him to return as Batman. That seems like a bit much there, Bill. They want him to lead a huge crossover event titled Final Crisis of Infinite Multiverses of Madness with No Way Home. That title just rolls off the tongue, Bill. This has been an exclusive breaking news story from the Movie Fake News Broadcast Network. I'm Bill Richmond. And I'm Tom Bringing you breaking movie news you should not take seriously. <laughs> children what's happening everybody welcome to film junkie live may 24th tuesday 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 how's everybody doing out there everybody doing good or doing fine hopefully we're doing good everything's looking good all right all right i'm wearing my giant's hat and a metallica shirt because it's metallica night over in giant stadium and they need the help they need the help guys they're on a bad losing streak right now and i they're playing the Mets, which is my buddy's favorite team, and I already owe, owe, I already owe him a bottle of bourbon. I don't want to have to owe him two, guys, so putting out that good juju out there. Anyways, what's happening, guys? Who's out there? What's going on? We got Raquel. Of course, we got Fear Jason right here. Good to see you, Mr. Uh, Mr. Jose. Yes, I know. Yes, um, you know? Yeah. It sucks, it really sucks, but hey, you know, we could still talk movie news and movie stuff and discussions and everything. What's up, Tony Movie, Chappie D9, Neil Blomkamp fan. Yes, always good to see you. JD McRae, always good to see you too. Um, yeah, possibly, possibly, possibly. Full frontal, I know. Like I said, I'm still trying to go for it too. What's going on, Jesse? We got Andre Porter right here. What's up, sir? All right, we got Tony. Tamar was asked if he spoke to Zach about Amber Heard. Yeah, the way that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that for sure. Stephanie is here. Sauce! What's going on? Tony! Tony! How's it going? We got Miss Rosemary here, too. Always good to see you. Oh, jumping up a little bit. And we got BT. Uh, what's going on there, buddy? That's right, Master of Puppets. Woo! What's going on, Amparo? How you doing? How you doing? Metallica, that's right, guys. Metallica! What's going on, Scotty? Good to see you. Hey, Eric. Hey, how's it going, buddy? All right. So, people coming in right here. Let me make sure that's off. All right, guys. Whew. Uh, yeah, where's the T? Where's the T? Where's the T? Hey, look at that. Stephanie T. I don't know why it says new member. I don't know. I Like I said, I'm still trying to work that the kinks out when it comes to the new little feature when that pop pops up but you're actually a 13th you're you're a member you're a member you've been a member for 13 months so yeah i don't know why it's still say hey new men member it's like no she's been here for over a year come on and come on technology come on technology anyways guys make sure you smash that like thumbs up do all that. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. Make sure you got that notification bell on. Up, up, up. Look at that. I haven't watched X yet. I haven't. Mr. Jacob, I know you keep busting my balls for that. Keep busting my balls. 
Uh, we got Captain Gator Girl right here. Battery. That's my favorite song on the album. Followed by Disposable Heroes. And then, hmm, goddamn. I don't know. That, the, the album, this album is perfect. This is what a perfect album is, okay? I'm not pointing at my nipples, all right? I'm just saying, this is a perfect album. I'm just saying. It's the best Metallica album. I don't care what anybody says. It's the best. So, anyways, hey, look at that. We got Lane here, too. What's going on, buddy? Uh, keep him busy. Keep him busy. What's going on, sir? We got Mr. Carey right here as well. So, yeah, make sure you guys are subscribed. Do all that. Hit that like thumbs up. Make sure you do that. Hey, and also share. Share the share the streams, man. That's what helps. It all helps. If you want to share the stream, go for it. Share the stream. Share the videos. Share everything. Share the film junkie shots. It's all out there. But, uh, of course, today, today, it's been a slow news day today. But, of course, you know, you know, always got to find some topics. So, obviously, the topics are right here. We got this fucking cocksucker right here. We got this cocksucker's video right here. And then we're going to talk about the Flash costume and Supergirl costume and all the costumes and everything like that. And we're going to talk about this uh, this uh, adorable motherfucker right here, this talented motherfucker, talking about the trench. And then we're going to talk about some more bullshit. Some more b -b 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 bullshit. Ugh. It's gross. So, cacksucka. Yeah, that's right. So, that's the topics for today. Hopefully you guys had a good uh, Tuesday. Mine was pretty uh, easy peasy. Work's been kind of easy right now. See, the, you know, the thing with my job, and this, and I kind of like, I, this is what I like about my job. First off, I work from home, which is great. Um, and, um, but what I like about my job is, like, there'll be, like, moments of, like, oh, shit, we got to fucking go, 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 and I can get a bunch of overtime, which is great. And then the following week, it's like, all right, just relax a little bit. Just get this, you know, you don't need to get that much work done. That's what it's kind of been like, you know, especially after last week. And this is what also what I love about my job is the fact that, you know, I didn't have to take a vacation day when I took Friday off to drive to Arizona for the weekend. I, I actually was eight. My, I told my boss, I'm like, hey, I could work four tens if you want me to. So I worked for, you know, 10 hour days just to get my full week. And he was perfectly fine with it, totally did it, we're all good, and I didn't have to take a vacation day for Friday, see? That's good stuff right there. You just gotta love that. Thick and wolf! That's right. Thick and wolf. But, you know, that's what you gotta like about that. But anyways, guys, <sighs> so, um, the sad part about today, though, the only thing that was sad about today, but, you know, it wasn't anything great, but, uh, but my neighbor, my neighbor hit my car today. Fuck. You know? Because we have parking spots out there, right? And I guess when he pulled in, he just went boop and just kind of dinged the back of my car with his truck. Damn it. Yeah. So earlier today, he knocked on my door, talked, you know, we talked about it, looked at the, the damage is not that that bad. I mean, it's like the little back part on the passenger side is a little dinged up. So I'm going to have to take it in. And he goes, hey, I'll pay for it. Don't worry. So that's good. That's good. So you got to love that. At least he, like, he told me, and then he said he'd pay for it, so we're all good right here, so. Uh, I don't live in L.A., Tony. I don't live in L.A., so thank God, because L.A. is crazy. I live in a completely different county. I live about an hour and 20 minutes. You know, if there's not that bad of traffic, I live about an hour and 20 minutes, hour and a half out of L.A., so I'm not in L.A. I'm, an I'm not in L.A. county. I'm in a different county, so 
Yeah, so I luckily I don't have to. Yeah, because I, you know, you start getting to L.A., man. I mean, it's turning into it's turning into Mad Max. It really is. It really is. I saw a video today that really like went. I would never I would never want to live in L.A. I'm just saying I would never want to live in that area because it's just getting worse and worse by the day. It seems I would never want to do that. So I live out of L.A. I live in a different county. Thank God. So we're all good. Uh, Death magnetic. Did you just say death magnetic sucks? Rosemary, how dare you? Okay, death magnetic is the shit. All right. Every one of their albums is the shit. You know, you better not say Death Magnetic sucks. It was actually pretty damn great. Anyways, guys. All right. Let's get the show started. Let's get that East Tweets. Huh? Let's see. Do I have it all ready to go? Let's get that East Tweets. All right. Let's do it. Oh, forgot to turn that off. That's right. All right. Let's get that a Tweets. And uh, here we go, guys. Uh, if you guys are playing framed.wtf, which is like Wordle for movie buffs, I guess you could say. Um, it was very easy. Today's was very easy, but it made me hungry. If you haven't played yet, I won't say what it is, but yeah. If you haven't played framed.wtf, uh, uh, as soon as it came up, I went, oh, well, that, I know what exactly that is. And then I went, oh, damn, I want that now. So, yeah, it shows food. It shows food. Food. And, of course, there's that. Hey, we got some more Batman behind the scenes right here. You freaking psycho! It's a little behind the scenes of the chase and uh, the Batman right there. Eh, I gotta turn that on. All right. So that's always cool. And then speaking of Robert Battenson, exclusive, an actual exclusive, not bullshit exclusive. Uh, deadline right here said exclusive. Bong Joon Ho's uh, follow-up film to Oscar winner Parasite is currently in pre-production at Warner Brothers Studios in Leavesden right here. So his sci-fi movie that's going to be starring Robert Pattinson in pre-production right now. I I'm gonna I, this movie's gonna be great. I already know it's gonna be great. How do you, how is this movie not great? Really? I mean. It's just everything's lining up, and I'm, I'm, you know, Parasite. If you haven't watched Parasite, that movie's phenomenal. I mean, like, the, the fact that it won the Oscar, all so many Oscars, well-deserved, you know, from Mr. Uh, Junho. Yeah. I'm looking forward to this next one right here, like a, a sci-fi, a sci-fi movie. Oh, come on. Bring it. I'm ready for it. I'm definitely ready for it. Hey, we got some good art right here. <laughs> Oh, man, you got to love the Internet. The Internet works fast. So there was a lot of these, uh, a lot of fan art when it came to Christian Bale and, of course, Gore. The You know, obviously we saw the trailer yesterday. I reacted to it. And, uh, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of where Thor is right now. And I wasn't even the biggest fan of what how Christian Bale looked in the uh, in the movie. So but, you know, I just love all the I love all the American Psycho memes that have come out from this and this is pretty cool right here i love that shit really love that shit uh i think we're going to be talking about this right yeah james gunn talked yeah yeah we'll talk about that that's part of the topics right there rita marino joining vin diesel's fast x she's going to be playing dom's grandmother that's right look at this Rita Marino, she's been in a lot. You've probably seen her in something. She's done a lot of TV work. She was in the original West Side Story. 
which, you know, if anybody remembers that or anything, but uh, yeah. So uh, we have another family member that's going to be showing up in Fast X, Dom's grandmother. All right, cool. I still just, I just, I, the fucking fast. Anyways. Great Scott. Apparently Christopher Lloyd just tweeted this out today. I mean, I don't know why he tweeted it out. Is there a significance to the date? I don't think so. I didn't really see anything like that. But hey, Christopher Lloyd just said, hey, I'm going to tweet out Great Scott because that's that's, uh, that's his catchphrase right there, right? Of course. So why not? Uh, and then we got that. Thank you uh, to Jason right here, jbat03, tend to believe uh, Dave last night. On this live stream, uh, David Ayer, in a way, tipped us fans off, and we need to make clear that it is, that is what we want to release uh, the Ayer cut and blah, 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 to the level that uh, released the Snyder Cut reached. Yeah, this is what I talked about yesterday, the main topic. If you haven't watched yesterday's show, please do yourself a favor, watch it, because obviously when it came to David Ayer's tweet right here, he's trying to pitch the fact that he wants to show us what he intended for Suicide Squad. And I tried to do that today when it came to the, the clips and whatever the hell. But, you know, if you have some time, whatever. I'm not saying you have to do it every day. Or, you know, if, you, if you're on Twitter, just tweet something out and use hashtag release the air cut. We need to pump up the numbers for hashtag release the air cut. Okay. It needs to get to almost like we got to try to get to the levels of release the Snyder Cut. I mean, I know that was totally like a different kind of thing, different situation. But at the same time, let's not leave David Ayer alone where he's just like, oh, yeah, well, I got my movie too. What the hell, you know? Let's get those numbers pumped up a little bit because, you know, he's trying to pitch. He's trying to pitch it, guys. He's really trying to pitch it. You know, there's been no conversations. Again, like I said yesterday, no meetings have been had so don't believe all the scoopy fucking people out there that say oh yeah there's been meetings there's been meetings with david saslov and david ayer and the first thing they said was hey your name's david hey that's pretty cool no fuck that all right anybody any scooper out there that's been saying like oh yeah there's been meetings already with saslov and fucking ayer that's bullshit that's absolute bullshit there has not he is still wanting to get that pitch meeting, and hopefully he does. And it sounds to me like maybe that is going to happen, and you just got to look for it. You just got to look for it. Like I said yesterday, if there is a November 17th, 2019 event that is happening, that's when we got to just fucking go hard on the release, the air cut hashtag. Because just like Zach, when he pitched to Warner Media and HBO Max for Snyder Cut, you know, so, anyways, thank you, Jason, for saying those kind of words. Um, Samuel L. Jackson has joined the cast of the new Garfield movie as the titular feline's father. So, Garfield's going to have a father. Is he going to drop some motherfucker? Is he going to drop any of that? Or get close to that? So, basically, you're going to have Chris Pratt's voice. As Garfield, which I still think is not the best Garfield voice. I don't think Chris Pratt should be Garfield's voice. I don't know. Maybe it'll be okay. I think it'll be better than Mario. I don't know. I guess we'll see. But now you're going to have Sam Jackson as uh, Garfield's father. So that'll be interesting. 
but hey, why not? Nothing wrong with that. Here's another uh, cool piece of art right here. <laughs> it even has a watermark. See, there's so many people that are like creating art and memes for uh, Christian Bale's gore that has to associate with American Psycho right there. So that's right, Mark. Yeah, you're right. That is right. And hey, 22 years ago today, Mission Impossible 2 came out. And I don't give a fuck what anybody says. I love this movie. Okay? Yes, it's ridiculous. It's over the top. It's John Woo, man. It's John Woo. And I love it. And remember, this motherfucker was supposed to be Wolverine. This guy was supposed to be Wolverine. Doug, Doug Reese Scott, I think his name is, right? He was supposed to be Wolverine, and he had a pass on it because he was going to be in this movie. It was because of this movie that he was not Wolverine. And, you know, some fucking scooper out there is going to claim that he's going to be Wolverine in, like, goddamn Thor and Love and Thunder or whatever the fuck, Secret Wars movie or something like that. That's going to be the next thing. But I love Mission Impossible 2. I love how ridiculously over the top it is. I love how it's John Woo. It is a but you know, there's doves, there's slow motion, there's craziness. I love it. 22 years ago. Jesus Christ. Can't believe that. And yes, God is a woman and her name is Haley Steinfeld. Let's all appreciate this uh, photo shoot that uh, Haley Steinfeld did um, where she looks sexy and cute. At the same time, always that, right? Hey, Mama Film Junkies here. As I'm, you know, gawking over uh, Haley Steinfeld here. Uh, good to see you, Mom. But yeah, there's uh, there she is right there, just being, you know, adorable and sexy at the same time. Yes, I do believe. I agree. I definitely agree. So I posted this today. <laughs> you guys remember when I uh, made this? Yeah, I posted this. No caption, no nothing. I just posted this. Because why not? Because obviously he went on, you know, he was part of the testimony and whatever. And I made this because remind, I'm just going to, I just wanted to remind people that Zack Snyder in Rebel Moon has a character called Harmada. Not Hamada, but Harmada that has a spider body. So, you know, that's where this kind of came up right there. Yes, exactly. So, yeah. So I thought it was perfect, you know, just Photoshop his head right on to a, uh, a body that is partly a uh, spider because, let's face it, he is, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm terrified of spiders, but I did that. Yeah. I'm terrified by the hairy tarantula-type spiders. That's what freaks me out. And here's another... American Psycho meme right here. Killer looks, man. Yeah. See? The internet works fast, and I just love it. I absolutely love it. I love it. I love it so much. I really do. So. And then according to Deadline, Deadline right here says, A high-profile superhero movie set to release in 2023 reportedly had 45 screenwriters working on it. Wow. Wow. So they don't name what the movie is, but we're all assuming that it, it, that it is a flash, apparently. Even they are. Even a culture crave right here is basically saying like, oh, yeah, 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 it's a flash. It's a flash. Of course it is. 
Yeah, but they don't name it. Some people were even thinking that it, it had to do with the, the Crow reboot. Maybe, possibly, I don't know. I doubt that. I think it is The Flash because let's face it, there's been this this movie has been in such limbo, like just directors, writers. It's been rearranged so many damn times. And, uh, you know, I think this is aiding to what is happening with Ezra. The fact that 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 he's like just kind of losing it a little bit. There's a lot of pressure on him because let's face it. 45 screenwriters. I saw some really good jokes that said, oh, no, it's not the Flash because the Flash had 100. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it did have 100, but yeah. So we're all just kind of assuming that, yes, it is the Flash that had uh, this many. Yeah, so, yeah, I don't know. Could be Sandman? Yeah. Ben? Maybe. I doubt that, though, because... When you have, like, the creator for it, I mean, he's still very much a part of it. I don't know, but it could be The Flash, could be something else, but I think uh, we're all just kind of going, yeah, it's probably The Flash. 45 screenwriters, just, man, which kind of makes you nervous, but at the same time, it's like, all right, well, in Muschietti, uh, we trust. We trust. And then we have Jesse Allen, of course, calling it The Flush, because children, children, how dare you? Anyways, so, oh, man, I just want to see the goddamn movie. I just want to see it. That's all. I just want to see it. I just want to see it. Stephen Cole, uh, Colbert right here. He was like, oh, Zack Snyder Zeus versus uh, Zack Snyder Zeus. Yeah, because, uh, you know, after the Thor trailer came out, a certain, like, uh, Twitter handle was like, oh, look at what they did to Zeus. And it's like, oh, there's been different iterations of Zeus. But at the same time, you know, you're not wrong because, you know, this was Zeus in uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Uh, it doesn't have the color palette of Zack Snyder's Justice League because this is actually a screenshot from uh, Justice League. Yeah, it's got that color palette, sadly, but it's okay. We get where we're going here. But yeah, then you got this Zeus right here. Both Zeuses are ripped, man. Ripped. I like it. You guys check out this trailer right here. Huh? We know about the Sierra Pro. You guys check out the Gray Man trailer. Looks good. Russo Brothers, Ana de Armas, and of course we got Ryan Gosling and uh, Chris uh, Chris Evans with a really awful mustache. Of course, we saw that. Looks good. I'll be watching it. I'll do a review on it. So you know, I'm actually looking forward to it. You know, so yeah, looks good. Looks good. I like it. Uh, inspired by the uh, the Batman poster, we got Dustin Lee Macy right here. So obviously we got the uh, the Batman right there, and then we got a Batfleck version right there, which looks really cool. Love that art. Love that art. Of course, we'll talk about that. Um, on set photos of Wa ha Joaquin Phoenix in the the new a uh, Ari Esther's upcoming A twenty four horror movie called Disappointment Boulevard which is going to be crazy, of course, but apparently it's going to be three and a half fucking hours. But A24 wants a shorter version. Wow. Uh-oh. A24 wants to snip, snip, snip. Wants to, you know, cut off the balls of Astor's new movie. Hmm. It's going to be interesting because look at Joaquin Phoenix. I mean, Jesus Christ. Look at him. I have no idea what this movie's about, but of course I'm going to see it. 
and it's probably going to be something magical. It's probably going to be one of those movies just like Midsommar where it's like, all right, that was cool. I don't need to watch it again for a while, but, you know, eventually I will. But, yeah, three hours and 30 minutes. Jesus Christ. But they want to snip it down. They want to snip it down. So who knows what's going to happen with that. It's probably going to happen. Probably going to happen. Of course, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that, too. Yeah, we'll definitely talk. Here's a good meme right here. Uh, don't under un underestimate the, the, the force. And then, of course, Uncle Owen right here in, um, you know, in uh, Obi-Wan, he says, like, how you underestimated the high ground. Yeah, it's a good meme. Good meme. Got to love those good meme memes right there. All right, can we put this to bed right now? Because a lot of people yesterday, for some reason, uh, this is what's kind of gross. It, it, it's gross. It really is. It's gross. Because a lot of people yesterday were going, oh, my God, uh, is uh, did Florence pew, 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 pew? Did she dump Zach Graff? Like, the, did she dump him? Like, is that no longer a thing? And she's with Mr. Porter, who, of course, is going to be, you know, uh, who's all been, like, beefed up and everything like that. She kind of clarified. She clarified it right here. She clarified that Mr. Zach Graff is there. He's there. And then, of course, Mr. Will Porter is also there, too. Apparently, they're all friends and everything, but it, people were making it seem like she dumped Zach and went for Mr. Porter. She went for Younger. Why, why do people hate the fact? And then, of course, she you know, tweeted or you know, posted about her friend and everything like that. So, But, yeah, a lot of people were just kind of going like, why do people just, okay, in a society that we're all just like, hey, love is love, man. Love is love. Why is it that those same people go, ew, why is Florence Pugh going out with this old guy? Zach Graff? What? What? He's going out. She's going out. She's with him? Ew. Gross. Love is love, except when I think it's gross. Is that the way it is right now when it comes to this society? Yeah. We're all supposed to be like, you know, all open and be progressive when it comes to love is love. But when an actress or an actor or anybody like that just goes like, oh, that's who you're with? Ew. It's like, shut the fuck up. First off, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Yes. Right. And, you know, sometimes people just, you know, get with people. It's something, you know, something just strikes you. doesn't matter. It's always kind of funny. You know, people uh, people even said that about like Hugh Jackman, you know, like, oh, my God, he's been with his wife for how long? And look at her. Oh, my God. It's, look at and compared to him. It's like, shut the fuck up. Jesus Christ. Love is love. Right. Let it be. Let it be. <sighs> I just hate that. I just hate that. You know, she's going out with Zach Graff and, uh, you know, yeah, he's like in his late 40s, I believe, pushing 50. And a lot of people were just like, why the fuck is she with him? It's like, shut the fuck up. Let them be. They're in love. They're fine. It's all great. And then people were like celebrating that she was with Mr. Porter right here because he's young and he's a stud. He got all bulked up for his, you know, the, the role that he's going to be doing soon in Guardians of the Galaxy 3. But it's like they're, bad. They're, they're, they're good friends. That's all they were. But it's just like paparazzi photos were making it seem like, oh, my God, she's, uh, you know, going. She's she's got a new guy. She's got a new guy. It's like, shut up. Jesus Christ. Sad. 
Sad. Sad. Hey, we got the logo for uh, Echo right here because uh, they tweeted this out. The slate. The slate right there. So you can see the logo right there. If you want, you know, there. that's what it looks like. So anybody who's excited for Echo, which I'm curious about it. Yeah, there you go. There's a logo right there. Enough! Debbie. Deborah Snyder, of course, talking about the... Uh, the events that happened today in Texas it sucks. It's gross. It's whatever, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it sucks. But, uh, you know, I saw that and I was like, all right, I'm going to retweet that because, you know. And, uh, you know, the sad part about that whole, you know, the whole thing, because if you guys didn't know, there was a elementary school shooting, which is terrible when you hear that. It's like just I mean, when you hear about any kind of mass shooting, it's like it's terrible. But, you know, when it when it comes to. Today, elementary school and the uh, the body count and everything like that, I don't even want to it's 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 gross. It sucks. But what I what, what I think it's what, what is more gross is when, you know, the, when it gets all political right away, everybody starts pointing the fingers. Everybody starts pointing the fingers. You know, it's because of you. It's because of you. It's because of you. Shut the fuck up. God damn it, man. I just I just hate that. I just hate that. That's why, like, I don't even want to engage when it comes to all that. But I thought, like, you know, seeing that Debbie, you know, post that, I was like, someone put a screenshot. I retweeted it. But, man, it's just, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's really gross. 18-year-old, yeah. It's in the body count. just seems like it's getting uh, bigger and bigger. Um yeah, it's it sucks. It sucks that it's a society we live in. And of course, everybody thinks they have like the, you know, oh, they should do this. No, they should do this. Everybody thinks they have like the uh, the solution, but there's never going to be an absolute solution. Sadly, it's just like it's just like what the fuck? I mean, the bad part about it, though, is the fact that. It should have been on the radar because, I mean, he posted things on social media that kind of went, yeah, there was red flags. There was alarms, you know, red lights, warning bells, and nothing happened. I mean, you could post something on Facebook, Twitter, whatever the fuck, that could get your fucking account suspended or banned. Stupid shit. But yet this guy was posting his guns and stuff like that, and and it didn't get even fucking filtered or anything like that. It was like, I mean, I saw, that's the bad part about this whole thing. It's like, yeah, we're trying to find solutions and everything like that. But when it slips that he was actually posting things on, I think, his Facebook or whatever the hell. And nothing, nothing came about it. And like you post something about COVID or post something about something else that's political, you can get banned just like that. But, you know, you post uh, your, you know, the guns that you have and saying some shit. No, Facebook just goes, what? What? It's weird. It's fucking weird, man. It's just fucking weird. But I don't know. know. Everybody has the solutions, you know ban all the guns, but at the same time, it's like, well, there's a lot of illegal guns out there, so bad people still get them, you know, there's all kinds of shit, you know, everything's, everything, everybody thinks they have the solution, and it, it just never, it never, we can never just do this, you know, we can't do this, that's the problem, we can't do this, just kind of come together, let's figure out something that's gonna fucking actually be something, but whatever. Sad.
very fucking sad, man. Very fucking sad. Everybody just points the finger at each other. I hate that shit. Anyways, all right. So let's talk about this cock, um, sucker. Uh, well, uh, let's talk about this video from Mr. Walter Hamada. Yeah. Let's talk about this right here. This is the main topic, of course. And, uh, yeah, I don't know if you guys saw this yet, but we're going to kind of break down this video right here of, uh, don't you just want to kind of, you know, I just want to flick his eyeball, <laughs> you know, like, what are you, what are you doing? What, what is this guy? Ugh, ugh. All right. So apparently, uh, today it was shown, um, this is not a live video, you know, this was what I, because I remember we, we heard that he already did his testimony when it came to this trial and when it came to Amber Heard and we heard about the things like about like, oh yeah, they were not all about um, the chemistry between Jason Moe and Amber Heard and everything. So um, this is actually pre-recorded. This is a couple months ago, to be honest. I think it, this is actually back in March, if I, uh, if I saw the date correctly. This was like back in March when they were asking him questions that were gonna be part of this case right here. So let's kind of just go through it right here. Here we go. Make it big. Turn from the Aquaman 2 contract. No. At any point in time from the beginning of history to today, did Warner Brothers rehire Ms. Heard for Aquaman 2? No, because we just picked up her option. And, and when is the By the way, I mean, what is Walter Hamada using Zack Snyder's dream lens? What the fuck is going on with his background? <laughs> ha! Sorry. Joke. The last time you spoke with Rob Cohen uh, relating in any manner to whether to exercise the option on Amber Heard for Aquaman 2. No, it would have been the same time that I was having those conversations with Peter Safran. So, in 2020, Ooh, Peter Safran. Did you speak with Zack Snyder at oh. all relating to whether to exercise the option for Amber Heard on Aquaman 2? No. I've not had any conversations with Zack Snyder. Of course you didn't, you fucking dick. Because you don't like the guy. You didn't like what was happening. For some reason, you just, uh, yeah. You see that little, <laughs> yeah. I didn't talk to Zack Snyder. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you, man. Look at that. Slimy little weasel. Are you kidding me? Did you talk to Zack Snyder? <laughs> no. No, I did not. You know, it was kind of curious, too, because when it came to this case... Some of us were suspecting that maybe Zach would have to actually testify, too, because, you know, when it comes to the whole Warner Brothers thing and, you know, and then him doing the additional photography that utilized Amber Heard and Plain Mirror again in the uh, the nightmare scene. But, yeah, just the way that he says that it's like, fuck. Yeah, of course. And yes, they have not had any conversations. You know, they have not had any conversations. OK, there's a reason why I always refer to Walter Hamada as a cacksucker. Okay, there's a reason for that. And you could figure that out for yourself of why I've called that, you know. But yeah, it's like, yeah, there's Zach wants nothing to do with this guy. And I think Walter has, you know, he wants nothing to do with Zach. It's ridiculous, but it's just kind of funny. I saw somebody even going like, man, Walter Hamada should keep Zach Snyder out of his mouth. And I went, well, well, he's under oath, he's doing a testimony. 
and they asked him if uh, he's talked to Zack Snyder. So he had to refer, he had to say Zack Snyder, but you know, feelings. Did you speak at all with Jason Momoa? Jason in Momoa. For your uh, deposition today. No. Have you ever spoken with Jason Momoa about any issues relating to chemistry, chemistry. between he and Amber Heard? Um, yes. When did you speak with Jason Momoa about chemistry issues between he and Amber Heard? Hmm. It would have been in that same time period where we were prior to green light of the movie. Now, prior to green you were asked some questions about scripts. Uh, did you review any of the drafts of the script for Aquaman 2? Yes. When? I, I, part of my role is I read all the drafts of the scripts as they come in. When was the first script for Aquaman 2? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Blap, 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 I cannot blap, blap. Probably in 2018, latter part of 2018 would be my guess. Four years ago, crazy. And how many versions of the script had been written by the beginning of 2021 for Aquaman 2? Oh, there, there were probably half dozen drafts of the script. Sounds about right, right? Normal. All right, what, if anything, did Rob Cowan say to you about chemistry what specifically about the chemistry between amber heard and jason momoa there it is just the the fact that they didn't really have a lot of chemistry together um you know the, the reality is it's not uncommon on movies for for two leads to not have chemistry and that it's sort of movie magic and editorial the ability to sort of put performances together and with the magic of you know a great score and and how you put the pieces together you can you can fabricate sort of that chemistry um and so i think in in at the end of the day i think if you watch the movie they look like they had great chemistry but i just know yeah, that the a little the bit production that it took a lot of effort mm, sometimes it's not so sometimes much, you don't yeah. sometimes it's very easy you just put the you know characters on the screen together and they work and sometimes it's harder and so can you give me anything more specific about what it was with Amber Heard and Jason Momoa that was difficult for the chemistry? No, because it's 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 like what makes a movie star a movie star. Like you 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 know it when you see it, and the chemistry wasn't there. Oh. Now you used the term fabricated a number of times. What did you do to fabricate the chemistry between Amber Heard and Jason Momoa? Well, those are just, it, it, it's editorial. A good editor and a good filmmaker can pick the right takes, can pick the right moments, and put scenes together. Again, score so is a big, you James know, the music Wan? in the scene makes a big difference. You can make a happy scene feel sadder or a sad scene feel happier. Uh, and so it was sort of the, it's, it's, it's just the magic of post-production, um, editing, sound, sound design, music, et cetera. What, what do you mean by okay. fabricating, though? I fabricating. Mean, were they literally falsifying, or were they no. just picking the best <laughs> music? Let me just finish my question. She's like, nah. um, Were they picking the best music and picking the best looks because that's their job and that's what you do on every set? That, that is what we do in, in post-production. That's what filmmakers do. They, they, no, they, yeah, they, 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 this is... On any production, you're doing that. You're, you're putting performances together. Sometimes it's easier, easier than others. Uh, this one uh, was more difficult, 
I'm um, sure because it was. of the lack of chemistry between, between the two. Um, but they were able to, James Wan and the editor were able to get it to a place where the end result actually works. And it's great. And, and in fact, great. that's it's the great. job of every filmmaker, right? Is to put all of the course. combinations together to make the most successful <laughs> production. I love the, the lady asking the question. Oh, that's as, the job uh, of a filmmaker, right? It's ALH oh, you know you're drinking booze. He's drinking booze. Text there's there's vodka in there, bourbon in there, right? Amber Heard. And you mentioned James Wan was the director of Aquaman 2, is that correct? And Aquaman, That's correct. And Aquaman, the first one, correct? That's correct. All right. And uh, James is texting to Amber on August 25, 2018, you rated really high with the audience, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. Do you see that? She did, of course. This is August 25, 2018. What's going on on August 25, 2018 that would cause the director to send a, a text message to Amber saying... Um, that'd be a test screening. We, so during our post-production of the movie, we test the movie with an audience and the audience tells us what they liked and what they didn't like. Uh, and so that's what he's referring to there. And they really liked Amber Heard, correct? Yes, she did. She tested well. It hit billion dollars. I wonder correct? why. Yeah. Why? And more specifically, did hmm. you play any role in the determination to communicate to Amber's representatives that Warner Brothers was considering not exercising her option? Um, yeah, probably in the sense of we had the conversations, and I believe, if I recall, we had, uh, that's where Peter Safran offered to reach out to the agent uh, and express where, which direction we were leaning. Have you seen any document that says there was any chemistry issues between Amber Heard? Somebody write it down on a cocktail napkin or anything like that, maybe? Documents? No, I mean, those were all conversations. Conversations. Jason came back and James Wan came back, you were guaranteeing that Amber Heard would play Mira, correct? That's correct. And Jason Momoa was able to negotiate. A different, uh, a different compensation structure was he not for Aquaman two? That's true. He didn't. He did renegotiate. Now Aquaman was the highest grossing DC film ever for Warner Brothers, was it not? Yes, it was. It's crazy. I, I still that still boggles my mind. What if any Aquaman is issues the did you have with Amber Heard in Aquaman two? Uh, my understanding is actually the production went very smoothly. Because she's barely in it. <laughs> All right, thank you. Your next witness. And there it is. So there it is, guys. Walter Hamada talking right there. With his smug face. You know, you just want to just... You just want to do that, right? All right, so just kind of clearing things up. But, uh, yeah, that was pre-recorded. That was like two months ago that he actually recorded that. So it's not a new thing. It wasn't live, just to, uh, you know, just to let you guys know about that. But, yeah, uh, the Joker beat Aquaman? Hmm. I thought, I, thought, I thought Aquaman still had the lead. Joker was right behind it. So, um, anyways, so... 
there you go. He kind of clarified that. And yes, he did talk about like how there was conversa conversations about the fact that they didn't have chemistry. But at the same time, it was like, all right, but we still got to incorporate her. And what we found out yesterday, apparently, like James Wan and Jason Moa fought for her to be in the movie. But of course, her role got diminished and diminished and diminished. But, you know, just kind of interesting to hear from, of course, uh, the, the cocksucker's mouth, you know. Gaxica's mouth. Um, yeah, Aquaman earned, earned more than Joker uh, and also The Dark Knight. So, yeah. So, it was uh, a big-time success, which is crazy, which is crazy. But it's just, you know, I mean, what sucks about Aquaman 2 is it's so plagued now, especially with all this. And uh, who God knows if it's all working. I mean, I... I love I James Wan is one of my favorite directors currently right now and uh, he's got he had a you know talk about a huge task to try to outdo the first Aquaman and then of course you have all this kind of stuff and from what we heard yesterday I mean things that might happen with Mira that keeps her out of the loop and then of course they even mentioned today that uh, that Aquaman 2 is basically supposed to be a a buddy cop comedy which a lot of people were not all about. I saw that today, too, and I went, uh, okay. But it, it's, I wouldn't say, I mean, I don't know why they describe Aquaman 2 as, like, a buddy cop movie because it's about two brothers. It should be, like, a brother road trip movie. Not a buddy cop movie, but a brother road trip movie, maybe? I don't know. That's what it should be uh, talked about right there. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um I don't know why they were like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's, it was supposed to be it was pitched as a, uh, a buddy cop comedy. And I'm like, all right, because, uh, you know, when it comes to the first Aquaman movie, I mean, the visuals are gorgeous. Everything's pretty damn good. But, yeah, the humor does fall flat a little bit. And hopefully it's uh, when it comes to the sequel, it's not going to be like too much humor that's going to over. Hopefully James Wan, James Wan's filmmaking is going to like kind of just go like, hey, guys, uh, look at the visuals. It's pretty. Look at that. Yeah. Yeah. He uh, remember the first one and how much uh, how awesome he did uh, Atlantis and the, and the war and the fighting and stuff like that. That's going to totally outshine the kind of cringy dialogue that was part of the first one. I mean, there's some shots in the first Aquaman movie that are just fucking phenomenal, okay? The one shots, I mean, when Nicole Kidman's kicking everybody's ass, and then, like, the chase sequence when they're on the rooftop, there's a lot that is so working for that first Aquaman movie. But, yeah, the, the, the humor does fall a little flat. A little bit, okay? Jason Momoa is a great lead. The charisma, everything is great. It's great. Now, I'm one of those people that can notice that, yeah, there wasn't the best of chemistry when it came between him and Amber Heard. OK, maybe not everybody agrees with that, but I saw that, too. Like, I'm like, yeah, you know, now that I think about it, it wasn't that great. It really wasn't that great. But now there's just got to be chemistry between Jason Momoa and Patrick Wilson. That's and I think that I think that'll be OK. I think that'll be OK. You know, when you watch that final act of the first Aquaman, I mean, Jesus Christ. Good stuff right there. So, all right. And, and like I said, if it doesn't fall flat with you, that's fine. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. You'll, you you really enjoyed it? Cool. Great. I'm glad you did. But, you know, I just, to me, it was like a little bit like, eh, sometimes. Okay. But, uh, yeah. So there's um, uh, there's the testimony from um, Walter Cox, uh, Walter Hamada. There, uh, there he is right there. So, yeah. There's the guy. There's the guy. Now, is he still going to have his job 
now that everything's kind of, you know, Discovery, Dave Zaslav, that is the question. That is the question. We'll see. We will see. Uh, fucking Walter Hamada. <laughs> Whatever. Anyways, all right. So, there's an expo happening. And uh, we got a new look right here um, at the licensing expo. Let's go ahead and start from the beginning. I'm just going to utilize, uh, I'm just going to utilize um, some of these pictures right here from, uh, I mean, Flash movie news, Flash film news, I should say. They're the ones that, you know, they're, they've been posting about it, but uh, here we go. Okay, so. Um, okay, so right here. So there it is right there. There's a, uh, a shot of the Flash costume right there. Now, it's not the best of photos. It really isn't. But I'm not going to lie that the, I think what a lot of people have a gripe about when it comes to the Flash costume, when it comes to the Flash costume, I think the biggest gripe that people have is the fact that it's the cow. It's really the cow right here. Okay? It really is. And, of course, there's the uh, Supergirl costume right there. It's the cow that is really the biggest issue. Even though it doesn't look as bad right here as, you know, remember that shot in the uh, little teaser that we got for, uh, for uh, DC fandom? Yeah, when it was actually on Ezra, it didn't look that great. But, you know, it doesn't look that bad right here. Definitely doesn't. But, uh, you know, sadly, the, uh, the images aren't that, you know, the quality is not the greatest. But I actually dig the costume and of course there's going to be like parts where um where it is uh you know it looks better right here for sure but you know it's going to be lit up you're going to see like the uh you're going to see like the electricity kind of going through the suit and everything like that so you know it actually adds to it makes it looks like makes it look like the injustice suit a little bit better you know a little bit more i would say so but I dig the costume, but yeah, the cowl is a little wonky. It really is. It really is a little wonky. And I think we all kind of agree with that. But yeah, there's both the costumes right there, just like next to each other. I think this is the best shot because the lighting is a little bit better. The quality is a little bit better. So um, yeah, licensing expo happening right now. And uh, the WB section of it, of course, has like the Batman, has like the Bat bike, all that kind of stuff. I just wish that it actually had... Ben Affleck's the Batfleck costume here. And then, of course, even the Michael Keaton costume. Why not have that? But I guess not. But whatever. It's fine. But, yeah, being a Flash fan, being that he is, you know, probably my second favorite, third favorite maybe, I like this costume. But I will say this, that the best costume still. When it comes to a Flash costume, and of course I saw a lot of people today being like, oh yeah, you know, this is such a downgrade, and blah, blah, blah. I still love the 1990s Flash costume. I, I don't care what anybody says. This costume still is my favorite Flash costume. Yes, I do dig what Zack was doing, and I understand it, and I, and I love that costume too. The first costume, the Zack Snyder's Justice League Flash costume, love that too. But there's something about... <laughs> In the 1990s, Flash costume that is still my favorite. There's just something about it, the way it was built, the way it looks. I don't know. That's just still my favorite Flash costume. So, it's just me, you know. 
Well, you're a Snyder hater now, fucking Dave. What the fuck? No, shut up. Shut up. I just like that costume. The 1990s version is so great. <laughs> you know, he was huge. Made him look huge. Yeah, it was like a wetsuit, right? Yeah. But I'm like, you look at it, it's like, man, was that made with suede? Was it made, like, the, the, the fabric on the outside, was that suede? I don't know. And then, of course, his traps. The traps were, like, really huge, man, when it came to that costume. But I just love that costume, you know? And it, it didn't have yellow boots either. It had red boots. It had red boots, you know? He had red boots. So, I don't know. I just like that. So, <laughs> I just, that's still my favorite Flash costume. Yeah, I mean, you could pick it apart, sure, you know, but I just like, I don't know, I've always been a fan of that. But when it comes to the new one and seeing it displayed like that, you know, we already, but it was just kind of funny because I even, like, tweeted about it. I was like, man, there's a lot of people that are just making it seem like this is the first time they've seen the Flash costume. Yes, I think a majority of us have a problem with the cow. The cow looks a little interesting. Even though, like, the texture of it and everything looks cool, and that shot of Ezra, which is right down there right now, you know, that shot looks really cool. Like, everything about that looks really cool. But, yeah, the, the you know, the, the cow is a little... But at the same time, it's probably going to be explained why it looks like that. I mean, obviously, he's running really fast. you got to have that aerodynamic. You're running through the speed force. You want to have something. But, but at the same time, the cow for, you know, the original cow for Zack Snyder's Just League is better seems like it fits better you know it's just everything about about it is better but i do like the actual suit part and how that all looks i mean that looks looks pretty good to me i like it i dig it but nothing's you know still not beating out that 1991 flash costume just saying that's right mr ship easy there all right so there's a different look at the flash costume and supergirl too all right let's talk about james wan let's go back to the whole aquaman thing so recently i mean remember at one point they were going to do a uh, a spinoff for the trench they were going to do a spinoff um i mean obviously the idea was out there they it got put out in the trades and everybody's kind of going like all right cool because the trench scene the trench the, the whole trench scene in the first Aquaman movie, I think is the best scene of the whole movie. To be honest, that's my favorite sequence. That's my favorite thing. I mean, especially that shot where they have like, you know, the flare and they're going down and all the fucking creatures are like following them. That shot is so goddamn gorgeous. And again, commend. I commend this guy right here, Mr. James Wan, because that's such a beautiful shot when they're swimming to try to get, you know, and then they're all following. It's such a beautiful shot. Such a gorgeous shot. But that whole thing was like, all right, this is James Wan, guys. This is James Wan right here. This is like we're, we're, he's injecting some horror elements into Aquaman, which is what's needed. You know, the creatures looked freaky. It, was, it happened at night. There's a storm happening. It's just Mira and Arthur that have to, like, you know, get to their location, and they're going to get, you know, they have to basically fight off these creatures. Such a great sequence. But, uh, yeah, he uh, spoke recently to uh, with an interview with a comic book, and this is what he had to actually say right here when it came to the Trench movie that was, of course, scrapped because it's just one of those things that, you know, again, Warner Brothers just going, green light, green light, green light, green light, green light, and that's what David Zaslav is trying to, like, stop. Hey, stop green lighting every little fucking thing. You know, can we relax a little bit? But... This is what uh, James Wan had to say right here. He said, listen, 
I feel like everything I come up with, everything I do, if I come up with something that I don't end up using, that doesn't mean that I cannot be inspired to use it in a different way. That's my problem, is I come up with a lot of ideas and I have so many ideas just uh, percolating. But obviously, I can't use them all. So I would say that all of the different thoughts and ideas I've come up with, I end up using maybe 20 to 30% of them in my work. And so I do have to, I do have a drawer full of ideas that could develop into something else. So it's like an idea. Idea that came out. And then, of course, you know, article I'm reading has that beautiful shot of, uh, you know, all them going after uh, Arthur and Mira right there, which is uh, absolutely fantastic. I just love that fucking shot. Hey, Mr. Everts, you've been a member for 17 months. Hit that like thumbs up. That's what he has to say right there. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Ben. Appreciate that. Showing the support. Love you, buddy. But anyway, so yeah, when it comes to the trench idea, I mean, I thought that was a beautiful idea that would have been cool. I, I think James Wan, of course, would have just remained a producer on it and he would have brought in some other horror directors and it could have been like absolutely fantastic. But of course, you know, Warner Bros. Fucking Warner Brothers. Decide not to do that. But at the same time, what he said right there is like, all right, I have these ideas and sometimes I just put them out there and, you know, but do they all get utilized? No, he says 20 to 30 percent. I mean, when you I mean, even just me trying to come up with ideas for this channel, like different ideas. I have ideas I haven't even tried to utilize yet. I've had other ideas and sometimes just things just fall flat. It just doesn't work. You know, it's just what happened. But I would. But I think a lot of us work pretty on board for a trench spinoff movie. And I'm surprised. I mean, but at the same time, when we heard about this, HBO Max wasn't a thing yet. So I think if HBO Max was a thing when this idea was pitched, I think it would have landed on HBO Max. I mean, think about it. Look what they're doing to Batman. Matt Reeves is expanding his universe and there's going to be all these HBO Max streaming shows right here. So imagine if, you know, when Aquaman first, when the first one came out, and HBO Max, I mean, obviously they were like leading to it, but imagine if HBO Max was a thing, they probably would have put it on on the streaming service. So, you know, and who knows what's going to be spawned out of this sequel. Maybe something will be spawned out of it where, hey, maybe they can utilize that. Who knows? But we all know that James Wan, after this, he's saying bye-bye to the Aquaman franchise because he does not do third movies. He doesn't do the third movie. Because he's James Wan, and I respect that. He, he doesn't want to overstay his welcome, okay? Um, sad part about it, though, is I've heard that, you know, the new Aquaman movie from what... <laughs> just putting my ear out there, struggling a little bit when it comes to... Yeah, let's just say it's... I don't know. I just got to remain like, hey, I'm still going to go watch it when it comes out next year. Hopefully uh, with this time to, uh, you know, take time to do stuff. But, you know, from what I gather, from what I've heard from people that might be in the know is it's not the it's not the greatest thing right now. And it's like, damn, you got to capitalize on that billion dollars to hopefully make another billion dollars. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But, you know, I just haven't heard I haven't heard the greatest things about it. That's for sure. So we'll see. All right. Let's talk about the b b b b b bullshit
Ugh. <sighs> Slow news day because usually, I know, I don't really, really talk about too much stuff like this. But, you know, I got to talk about this a little bit because I've seen people, you know, tweet about it and uh, quote tweet it and uh, be excited and everything like that. It's this, <laughs> it's this right here. Screenshot. Screenshot, guys. That's what it's all about. But, yeah, giant freaking robot. Okay, which is basically just the new We Got This Covered. By the way, I haven't seen too many We Got This Covered articles that have shown up lately. But uh, they posted this today, which, um, you know, of course, I went, what the fuck? Seriously? Uh, ben Affleck has been offered a staggering $30 million payday to come back to the DCEUS Batman and lead the adaptation of Crisis on Infinite Earth. Fah. That's right, guys. That's the bullshit that they pull, they put out right now. So <laughs> what's funny about this is, like, I saw people, like, tweet about it and be responding to me like, oh, my God, oh, my God. See, see, certain people, certain scoopers are right. They were right. They said it. They called it. Remember? Remember when he called it? All right. So... <laughs> It's just another one of those things because, you know, I think for a little bit there and I think like last year and many times I said it too, when it came to AT&T and Warner Media, yes, they very much were like all about, hey, Ben, you need to come back because people are very, you know, very much loving your Batman now. I mean, obviously, Matt Reeves was building up his new Batverse, sure. And I, I said many times, I'm like, you know, it's... They want him back. AT&T, WarnerMedia, yes, they would love to have Ben Affleck to come back and do his thing, do his Batman script and whatever the fuck, you know. And uh, from what I was gathering, that was the case during that time, like a year ago, even though he said he was done. But then all of a sudden, he was like, oh, yeah, you know, well, I guess I'm just going to show up in The Flash. But I guess he was mainly done, you know, being the star of one of these big movies, which is what he said. He is. We have quotes from Ben saying that he doesn't want he doesn't want to do these big, huge IP movies anymore because, you know, he's away from his kids way too long and it's just very stressful and everything like that. And, uh, you know, when it comes to his mental health, it's all about mental health. Mental health needs to be talked about more when it comes to a lot of this stuff. When it comes to everything in society, mental health, mental health, mental health. And when it comes to Ben and his mental health and not going back to drinking, it's like, yeah, it would have been rough. He talked about how, like, if he were to do his Batman movie, whoever friend that he gave the script to, he said, oh, yeah, if you do this, this will kill you. Okay, so you got that. But then, of course, you know, he comes back for Zach, which I was like 100 percent. I knew I knew that Ben Affleck was going to come back for Zach. If Zach needed him, he was going to come back. And that's exactly what he did. And then, of course, he did the Flash movie, too, which a lot of people don't talk about when they're talking shit about the Flash. It's like, yeah, but you realize your favorite Batman's going to be in it. That's when we're going to see Batfleck again. So. You're saying this movie is a disaster and cancel it and they call it the flush and all this shit like that. But at the same time, Ben Affleck is like praising the shit out of it and saying he had one of the best times that he did playing Batman. It were to the point where he's like, man, I think I actually figured out how to approach my Batman fully, you know, because when it came to BVS and even Justice League, I mean, that was just like a grow, a growth spur when it came to that Batman, which was absolutely fantastic. But now you got to. Now we're going to have a Batman in the Flash that's going to be like, hey, whoa, whoa, this is like 
a Batman who knows where his place is. He's not lost anymore. He knows where he wants to be. And, and I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with the character. But it just sounds to me like, okay, so if uh, Ben wants to come back, it's going to be small roles. It's going to be more of a smaller version. I think he's, def he's definitely left the door open to come back as Batman. But to lead a crisis on infinite Earths, I mean, that's what's kind of funny, too, because I saw people in the fandom kind of go like, oh, yeah, see, it's happening. It's happening, remember? Zach, Zach posted on Thanksgiving. He had, he had uh, the book in the background. I'm like, yeah, but that was Final Crisis. That's not Crisis on Infinite Earths. It's a different story. I mean, yes, they all kind of, you know, Crisis on Infinite Earths, you know, starts off the whole thing, and then there's more stories to, to tackle when it comes to the multiverse and the craziness that's all happening when it, when it comes to all that. Sure. But, I mean, it was just kind of funny. I was like, wait a minute. It's, that's not the same book. It's not the same book. And obviously they've done the crisis on infinite earths when it came to CW, which led to the crossover of uh, Ezra Miller coming into the CW and talking to Grant Gustin, which was pretty cool. But it's just like, I don't know. It's just, uh, you know, just one of those other things. And, um, you know, um, when it comes to scoopers, certain scoopers are going to be saying like, hey, we told you, we told you. What am I, you know, hey, remember, we told you. We were right. Right? Right. Shut up. Shut up. This is not legit. I mean, from what I gathered, from uh, just talking to people that I've talked to, um, yep, this is not the case. Definitely not the case. Because this is all coming, like, it hasn't even been a week yet since the Warner Brothers Discovery Upfront. Hasn't even been a week where we heard about David Zasloff running a super fucking tight ship and he's like cutting off budgets in half and saying that, hey, any HBO Max original coming out is not going to exceed $35 million in a budget and all this stuff. He's just trying to cut as much funding as possible. You think they're just going to offer like Ben Affleck $30 million? Just think, you know, and, and Ben is just kind of going, eh, I don't know if I want to come back to do something like this. And I mean, it's just kind of, it's just more bullshit. It's just bullshit, 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 bullshit. Uh-oh. Wait a minute. Am I losing my, uh, I hope I'm not losing uh, the quality here. I saw, I think we're good. Hope my internet's not like failing you. Okay. That might've just been my feed. All right. Thank you. Anyways. So what I'm pretty much saying right here is, uh, yeah, I mean, when it comes to, uh, you know, when it comes when it comes to all this stuff, I mean, obviously, it's like what I try to remind you guys is like, OK, yeah, you can listen to whatever. Feel free to listen to whatever. If you want to listen to the certain websites like this one right here or other ones where they just say the certain stuff, go for it. Go for it. But, you know, just kind of vet it. Just vet it. You know, just kind of connect the dots and, dots and like, uh, look at it logically. And it's like, as of right now, I mean, what did we hear about Ben Affleck, the last thing that we heard about him? First off, he's got a big-time filmography. I mean, he's got future projects. He's got a list of future projects, sure. And then, of course, the biggest thing was the fact that he was going to be doing, and Matt, him and Matt Damon were going to make that Nike movie about the guys trying to get Michael Jordan to uh, sign on for Nike. Apparently, that's not even going that great either. I don't know. From... That's just the information I heard. It's like there's been struggles to try to get that project going big time. And, of course, he was supposed to be directing that and starring in it. I think he's supposed to direct it too, right? But anyways, 
Um, as much as I would love to, to love for this to be the actual case, that, hey, guess what? They're going to do a Crisis on Infinite Earths movie, which doesn't make sense, though, because it's like they just did Crisis on Infinite Earths with all the fucking CW shit. So why do it with a movie? That just sounds like crazy and ridiculous and everything like that. But at the same time, it would be something where like they reference certain things. Like when the whole thing happened with Zach, when he posted his Turkey and it had the, the final crisis book in the background, it was like, okay. Uh, I mean, obviously Zach's not going to do a full on final crisis story because if you read that book, I mean, there's so many goddamn characters, so many, you know, it's only a reference, just like Batman vs. Superman has a reference of uh, Dark Knight Returns when it comes to the fight and everything. And then, of course, there's, uh, you know, there's uh, Birthright and, you know, there's Death of Superman. There's all the, the things that they pull from it, obviously. But, I mean, as much as I would love for this to be the case, it's just, it's, it's, it's not. It's not, because right now, Warner Brothers Discovery is running a very tight ship. Like I said, Zaslov cutting off budgets, cutting off things. And, uh, you know, just totally scrapping, shelving a bunch of ideas because they're trying. He wants to make sure that Warner Media, HBO Max and everything like that, that they don't want to turn into what Netflix is turning into, which is, of course, having that cash flow problem um, where, you know, they're kind of struggling. And that's why they're canceling a lot of shit and and they're losing subscribers. The stock's going down. He, he he's trying to he's trying to course correct as much as possible. And I don't think like throwing $30 million at an actor who's kind of like, I don't know if I want to do a full on bolt, you know, Batman thing again. I don't think that's not going to, that's not too smart. It's not too smart. It's not too smart. So you just got to watch out for the bullshit, but it's just, ah, man, I just couldn't believe when I saw a bunch of people just still tweeting about it. Like, yep, that's right. It's happening guys. So-and-so called it. They called it, remember? Like five months ago. If you if, if you want to go down the rabbit hole of uh, of whatchamacallit, um, let's see right here. Let's see if I can find it right here. Uh, I tweeted about it. Yeah. If you want to go down the rabbit hole of giant freaking robot, they don't have a good track record, okay? If you think they're a legitimate source, um, cause I, you know, this guy right here said, well, they were right about Zod returning for the flash. I'm like, okay, but what about Zazie beats returning as Domino and Dr. Strange too? Did that happen? No. Exclusive. Matt Reeves eyed by Kevin Feige for dark Marvel project. Exclusive. Exclusive. Robin movie in development. I love the fact that they use Chris O'Donnell's Robin. Yeah. Have we heard about that? This was five months ago. Nothing. Well, how about this? Harrison Ford is returning as Han Solo. Exclusive. Jesus Christ. That's all you got to do. Go to their website, type in exclusives, and see all the BS. Yeah. Are they going to get some things right every now and again? Sure. A broken clock is right, what, twice a day? Right? The old saying, whatever the fuck that saying is. Of course that's going to happen. But if you go down that rabbit hole, all you're going to see, you're going to see a majority of articles that say exclusive so-and-so, big name actor, has a role in the MCU, a big role or something like that. I don't know. I actually, like, before the show, I was, like, looking it up. 
you know, when I was sending those screenshots, I was looking it up. I'm like, damn, I looked at all the exclusives and there's so many exclusives where they say like a big name actor, it has a role in the MCU or something like that. So many, so many. So yeah, every now and again, things are going to happen. They're going to get it right. But at the same time, um, you just kind of just look at it and be like, all right, giant freaking robot, not happening. We got this covered, not going to happen. You know, it, it just, I don't know what the whole thing when it comes to, uh, when it comes to how they run their, their, uh, their website. I don't know. I don't get it. They just kind of just make things up. It sounds like, or they just have really bad Intel, you know, but when it comes to the whole scooping game, when they're, when they when, when, when I, when I see, if I see scoopers that are like, um, seeing articles like this to totally just be like, see who told you I did. Fuck you. I mean, really, that's not a credible fucking website. That's going to be, you know, that's saying that out there, but you know, and, and again, I would love to be wrong guys. I would love to be wrong. That's the, that's the thing. I'm the opposite of a scooper. I would love to be wrong. Okay. They are just scoopers out there. They're, they just want to be right. They want to be right so bad. Uh, hopefully we're right. I'm like, I hope I'm wrong. You know, I would always hope that I'm wrong. And if I'm wrong, I will fucking admit it. Doesn't quite, they don't quite do that when they're wrong. Just saying. Don't step in the bullshit, guys. Don't step in the bullshit. Okay. Let's go to the Twitter questions. See what we got here. Alrighty. Mr. Eric Blake. Hey Dave, here's a question. Has there ever been a movie series character you've really wanted to be? Which characters got that reaction from you the most? Uh, I would say, well, Batman or Ethan Hunt. Uh, you know, I, that's how much I love the uh, Mission Impossible series that, uh, yeah, I wanted to be Ethan Hunt also. But, of course, I wanted to be Batman. But Ethan Hunt was up there, too. Captain Gator Girl, Nikki. Hey, Dave, I heard a rumor that WBD no longer want Ben and the new DCU will actually be led by these guys. Guess who's back, 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 back again, again. Slim Shady's back, back. That's right. Hey, why not? Have Dr. Dre and fucking Eminem star in a superhero movie. Let's do it. Have you seen the Spiderhead trailer yet? Interesting. I actually haven't watched that. Thank you for reminding me there, Ryan. I forgot about this. I saw it I saw it show up like over the weekend or last week, and I totally forgot to check it out. So I'm going to have to check that out. Thank you for reminding me. You know, Netflix, even though they're, you know, not doing so well when it comes to stuff and they have a lot of bullshit, they do have some pretty good winners when it comes to these bigger movies. They're just going to have to put them out in fucking theaters, man. Carrie, Dave, do you buy Hamada's testimony that herds chemistry issues with Mamoa, Mamoa? Uh, or do you think it's PRBS to, uh, to not have to deal with the negativity around her? Aside from his smart-ass chuckle about Zach, his testimony seemed pretty much what I anticipated. Um, you know what? It probably is a cop-out. I, I, I think it's probably more to that. Because nobody really talks about, I mean, it's, it's always interesting because it's like, um, if your two leads didn't have the best of chemistry, which, you know, it wasn't like it was 
dreadful. It, they still had chemistry. It just, I felt it wasn't that strong. I thought it was like a little weak. It did feel a little weak, but at the same time, this movie made over a billion dollars. It's like, who gives a fuck? So I think it was, I think it was a little bit of a, yeah, I think it was a little bit of BS. I do think it was PR BS, to be honest, you know, so. Because it's like, hey, billion dollars, billion dollars. You just fucking just go with it. You just go with it, you know. Cooper Knox, maybe the 45 different screenwriters for The Flash are just 45 different versions of The Flash fighting each other trying to get this damn movie out. You could be right there, Cooper Knox. It's a good point. It's a good point. Niner for life. Oh, you're seeing Top Gun tonight, you lucky son of a bee. I know. A lot of people have been seeing it. Uh, uh, I, I I probably could have had the chance to see it early, too. But, uh, you know, I was just, you know, I like to do my show, so I didn't get to see it. I already have tickets for Thursday at 6 p.m. Can't wait. So, uh, yeah, I hopefully you enjoyed it, bud. I like that. I like that jacket. It's a good jacket. It's a good bomber jacket. I like a good bomber jacket. Uh, let's see. Q with his philosophical. Is consciousness an emergent property of the brain or a fundamental property of matter? Man. I don't know how to answer that one. I probably have to smoke something if I try to answer that one. Just saying. I don't know what the fuck this is. Something random shit you found on Discord. I am the Lorax. I speak for the trees. And for some fucking reason, they're speaking Vietnamese. Whoa. Lay off the cheap cheap whiskey there, buddy. Okay. Well, that's random. And yes, there's a lot of random shit when it comes to stuff out there. All right. Well, that was pretty cool. I have no idea what the fuck that was. Good times, good times, good times. So stop calling it the flush. You're gonna get, you're gonna get, gonna get put in timeout. Call it the flush. Stop it. Stop calling it the flush. All right, ladies and gents, that's it for tonight's show. Appreciate you guys spending some time with me as per usual. Make sure you smash that like thumbs up before you leave. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. Hit that notification bell uh, if you want to become a member. Tomorrow we do a post-show members-only stream. Um, I'll hopefully have a little bit more tea. I'll have a little bit more tea for it, for the members, uh, for tomorrow, you know, that I won't say full on in public, but you know, I'll give you, I'll give the members some tea. Uh, please join the Patreon if you want to do that too. If you want to, uh, <laughs> you got put in timeout by Jose. <laughs> uh, you can join that too. Um, we'll see if uh, maybe there's a possibility I might be doing the other Patreon stream this weekend we'll see what happens uh, let me figure that out it is memorial day weekend so it could be a good time to do it so we'll see what if that happens or not but uh yeah do all that stuff make sure you're doing all that we got the film junkie closet down below if you want to get some merchandise 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 and that's pretty much it guys i'll see you guys tomorrow at the same film junkie time same film junkie channel all right guys talk to you later